Hello, you guys. This is Take Two. And well, wait. Okay, wait. <laughs> I keep fucking this up, too. <laughs> I fucked up with Davey, and I was like, I had to edit around him a lot because he was <laughs> problematic. Oh, <laughs> I was Lord like, I was like, you Jesus. cannot say any of this. I have, we, we, have a, we have a reputation. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Take Two. We'll give you the hottest takes and the latest news, gossip, and whatever the hell is on our minds. This is Omar, and I'm back with my co-host, Candace. Hello, Candace. Yeah. How have you been? How's your week, girl? I'm still, still here. here. <laughs> <laughs> just changed the name of the podcast. So I'm still here. Basically. <laughs> All right. Uh, but before anything, I guess we can just jump into it. Came from Twitter. We're gonna talk about this it's above me guy oh <laughs> That's my what god we're about. yes because whoo this is gonna be the um the the the, the gay pride episode apparently <laughs> <laughs> so i think at this point last week um a video went viral of a guy recording himself going off on a ra- super super duper racist ca- a customer where she called him a nigger and mm. she he basically responded back to her and we were all like, yay, at first. And so someone went digging. And I was like, his that his face looks familiar. I was like, he looks familiar, but I don't know where he's from. Someone went digging and found out he's a raging transphobe. Yeah. <laughs> and still a raging transphobe. He yeah. they put up uh, tweets from like two years ago, but then he like logged back on like two weeks ago and was saying being trans is trash. It, it's a sin. He says that being gay was a sin, but trans people are, are sinning even more. When I'm like... What? <laughs> what? 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 So the internet lit his ass up. Oh, yes. <laughs> you literally posted this video of you being discriminated against, yet you are discriminatory against trans Someone people. Someone else, yeah. Make it make sense. For real. And then what made it worse is that he doubled down. Like, mm-hmm. again, it's this thing where people just don't want to apologize. Right. Like, he was just like, initially he was like, well, I said what I said, and y'all can deal whatever with it. And then now he want to backtrack once he realized he wasn't going to win. And he's like, oh, well, now that I reflect on what I said, it wasn't right, and I'm sorry. Do you know what it was? His bag was getting... His bag oh, was getting... Because mm-hmm. he, started, he started profiting off of it. He started making shirts and stuff. He, he knew this something's going to happen off of it. And as soon as, the, as soon as they found out those old tweets, he was just like, my bag is threatened, so let me, let me apologize. And oh. that is just like... That stings. Like yeah. it stings because it's like you really don't care about the trans community. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> only because your money was being affected. Absolutely. Also, not everything needs to be on a shirt, but that's not. Bad. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they said T-shirt Twitter, <laughs> Teespring Twitter. That's what they need to be called. Like not everything was, needs to be on a damn shirt. Just, even if he said, "I said this two years ago," and I've grown a lot because we've all made mistakes. Yeah. I'm up for allowing people the room to grow, but him staying just steadfast and just planting his feet and saying, "Just I said what I said." Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You're above us now. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, we're above you. Because yeah. <laughs> you're not above transphobia. You see anything on Twitter? Um, yes, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a video clip floating around from an interview with Megan Thee Stallion. And mm-hmm. um, she said some interesting things. Oh, what is it? <laughs> so uh, they were talking about body count. And she had said that she will not... She's very hesitant with having sex with new people because she doesn't in her words want a lot of mileage mm-hmm. and she said that you know she will have sex with her ex like she said once we're you know once we're, we've been together in that way like i'm gonna keep fucking on you like that no matter what like even right. if you have a girlfriend 
And, um, of course, you know, that, you know, sparked a conversation. Yes. <laughs> uh, sparked quite a conversation on Twitter. And, um, you know, had a few thoughts on that. <laughs> and I did share them on Twitter, but I'll say them again here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before I start, because I always have to buffer shit with this. I am a fan of Megan Thee Stallion. I am. I love her to death. I love her to pieces. She is one of my favorite rappers. But I'm not going to lie to you. When I saw the clip, my eyebrow rose. (laughs) Because, you know, people were coming from, like, well, she was speaking for herself. Like, she wasn't necessarily, like, dissing other women. And that's true. She wasn't dissing other women. She Mm -hmm. was talking about herself. But also, (laughs) um, the thing about it is, you know, choice feminism, which is, you know, feminism that preaches, like, you know, as long as a woman decides that's what she wants to do, then it's okay. Like, that's kind of like the starting part, starting point for most feminists is choice feminism. And then when you grow into it, you realize how, like, shallow that kind of form of feminism is. Like, it doesn't really see the bigger picture. It is very much so about individualism. Like, okay, she made that choice, but did she make it because she really wanted to or because society told her to? <laughs> um, so although Megan has come to the conclusion that, you know, she doesn't want to have a lot of mileage in her words, that still doesn't make it okay. <laughs> what she said was internalized misogyny. And, you know, I said it before, but like, you can't reduce internalized misogyny to just, you know, women calling other women hoes and shaming them for the attention of men. Internalized misogyny is literally internal <laughs> lies misogyny like it's also how women see themselves and how misogyny has shaped the way that we view ourselves as individuals so you know although she wasn't shaming anyone else she still was perpetuating misogyny exactly yeah and um what she said is not like anything that would make me be like oh my god i can't listen to her again but it's it is also more interesting coming from her because her persona is so driven by sex <laughs> and about her you know her body and about you know you know lust and all that so it was, it was kind of weird how you know she has this image but yet she's worried about like a body count which is you know mm-hmm. interesting and it shows you how indoctrinated women are that you know we contradict ourselves in this kind of way because you know, bigotry itself is not logical. <laughs> so when you internalize it, it becomes even less logical <laughs> because you essentially hate yourself and you like you're going against your like what you really want. I hope that one day Megan like understands that, you know, her value is not in between her legs. Mm-hmm. Her value is in her as a person and her body count does not determine quote unquote. I hate the word body count, but right. know, for the sake of this. <laughs> but you know, I hope that one day she did she understands that, you know, her value does not come from that. Like yeah. It was a little disappointing hearing that coming from her. But it, I was like, it, it is, is what it is, bro. It yeah. Is. Can we also talk about people can't um her the stallions can't take a critique? <laughs> I'm saying it's like we love Meg the Megan the Stallion, but it's like no one is perfect. And, right. and to me, being a fan is being critical of the people that you love. It's being being right. critical of Beyonce, of Nicki Minaj, of my aunt's calling me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, but it's um, it's being critical of people and holding up to holding a mirror up to them, and being like, this may not be right. You may need to interrogate why you feel this way. Mm-hmm. And fans don't like to do that. They just like they to don't. worship. They like to follow. They're just, yeah, there's just followers who are just a whole bunch of yes men. Yeah. And Megan, I can tell Megan is one of those women that if I was to have a conversation with her about this, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I'm not going to say she's going to become like bell hooks at yeah. our conversation, <laughs> but <laughs> I do think like she would, I, I feel like she's one of those people who are open Absolutely. to like, you know, 
you know, a dialogue. You know, there are certain people who aren't. <laughs> but I think Megan is definitely one of those people who is like, okay, let me hear what she got to say. And I, uh, people were killing me when they were saying, like, we're going to cancel her. I'm like, no one is seriously no. about to cancel Megan over that shit. Like, no one said anything about cancel. <laughs> I, I hate people, people conflate criticism with cancellation. Like, we all have things we have to work on. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to, like, cancel somebody. Just calling things out and critiquing someone doesn't mean it's not akin to canceling, but right. Mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> all right. We'll talk about our weeks, though. How was your week this week? It was cool. Um, I saw Xavier Wolf on Saturday. Do you um, listen to him? I do. You do? I do. Uh, I, <laughs> I saw the I didn't know if you listened to him I, or not. I saw the video and I was like, hmm. Oh, damn. Because <laughs> he's so underground. Like, he's so yeah, underground. I was like, I don't think Omar got who this is. Damn. Okay. Well, yeah. I saw Xavier Wolf. But don't be sad because um, his set was really short. Really? It's really short. Like, they started on time. That's great. His opening acts, he had two. They were both like 15, 20 minutes long. Wait, and his set was 30 minutes it was an hour it was it was just the show was just like an hour all together like just all together it was just an are hour are you kidding me like he was only there for 30 minutes like he like he got us all so hype and he was like I promise I'm gonna come back one day Charlotte da, da. we're all like uh, oh wait oh hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on where you going where you going <laughs> and like he legitimately left and you know how artists like you know they kind of anticipate a fin- an encore so yeah. they'll like keep the house lights down and you know whatever the house lights were up <laughs> he said i gotta his go <laughs> DJ, his dj immediately started packing i was like oh shit he really is done like, he's like it is time for getting <laughs> <laughs> he's an introvert he's an introvert this is why we belong together <laughs> this is why me and him are meant together because he's an introvert he's like okay y'all niggas is cute and all but i he gotta said, fucking go, I gotta go. <laughs> like i was like oh she's really about to leave that is crazy yeah his set oh was hella God. short and i was like what the fuck i, w- I would have been kind of disappointed honestly. i was out no i definitely I, was I like i was feeling some type of way about that i was like okay you could have done an hour yeah. Like 30 minutes, bro. Like, and we were just yeah. getting started. Yeah, because it's like you're, you literally are just getting into the music yes. the first 20 minutes. And I was like, I don't know. Like, he might have been like my least favorite in concert, to be honest wow. with you. And I've seen a lot of people. I've seen you a have, lot of people. You have. I've seen I a lot of Xavier people. But no, I mean, like, he's his energy is really great live. Like, he has really great energy. But like, he raps over his like, tracks mm-hmm. with his voice still on it and i don't know for me that like, that's kind of a pet peeve for me i don't like that it, it, yeah it, it, it kind of takes me. away yeah. yeah and then like i don't know his transitions were really choppy like uh, you know how you know there's it's art to it like yeah. putting on a live show is not just like i don't know like there's a when you I don't know how to describe it. Like, there's a way to do stuff. It, it, it's a flow to it. Yeah. Like, his, his, it didn't really have a flow. It was just kind of like, one song ended abruptly, and now we're doing this one. And that one ended abruptly, and we're doing that one. And I don't know. Like, he's, you know, he's underground, so he doesn't he doesn't really have to, like, follow any kind of rules. Because being underground, you know, you do what the fuck you want. Right. He's very much a, a do what the fuck he wants kind of person. But I was like, ah! Xavier, what we doing? <laughs> I have a huge crush on Xavier Wolf. If we didn't know this, <laughs> I love him so much. Like, oh my! <sighs> that, my best friend Sally was with me, and she was like, "Girl, get a grip!" Because like, every- no, I saw you post that thing. On Twitter. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> like I was literally in my feelings. I was like, every time he talked, I was like, "Oh my god, he's talking!" Like, <sighs> you were like Willow Smith. <laughs> oh my god, he's so fine. Jesus, take the he wheel. Is he, he is, is so fine. fine. Okay, I'm getting my feelings, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like I just wish it was yeah. better. It was just really short and it was really choppy. Yeah. So yeah, me it was okay. I mean, work, chill. 
we both had our own little journeys in terms of fitness, but we've never really talked about it together. Oh, true. <laughs> we yeah, haven't. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, okay, first, first of all, you're in your, you're in your bad bitch fitness journey, and I am too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But for real, it's like, I don't know. I've, I know I've been blowing up Twitter and Instagram with a lot of my body photos because people call me, you are such a whore. <laughs> I was like, but it's like, I'm I don't get these pictures. I was like, you can get these because I've worked my ass off. I worked yes. my ass off for the past two months to attain this body. Right. And I feel good about myself. I feel, I feel better. Like, mm-hmm. I feel a lot better compared to like how, well, of course how I compared to, compared to early this year, but I feel good. It's just like I'm glowing and shit. My, yes. my, 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 my I was like, you feel like you glowing? I'm like, yeah, because I've just spent an hour and a half in the gym. <laughs> And, I, and I'm doing it, and I'm not eating pork beef, and I'm eating nothing but fucking like greens and shit. I'm yeah. Like, Ooh, child. Mm-hmm. Now that vegan stuff, we can't do that, girl. I'm dead. <laughs> we ain't gonna do that. This is, yes. Child. That's that's not it. But yeah, and I think the only other thing I did nerdy as shit. But I mean, you probably be like, girl, whatever. <laughs> what what is was this? But I finished a game that was very important to me. I finished Persona Five. Yes. And it I have was, no idea what that you don't is. Know what yes. That is. <laughs> it was. I. It took me. 96 hours. To oh, play. God. That's just a normal playthrough, too, by the way. Jeez. I finished it Saturday. I cried. I legit cried. Oh, my God. <laughs> you become so involved with these characters in their world because you're playing it in there. Yep, because you have to, it's like a, it's an RPG, but it's like a slice of life simulator plus a virtual novel. So it's like you have all these things. You, you get really involved into the story and these people. So the very last thing, you had to say goodbye to all your friends. And I was like, why am I crying? <laughs> they don't <laughs> exist in real life. Not too I emotional. A, I had a whole ass girlfriend in this game. I cannot. On, shout out to Ahn, to Kamiki. That's my boo. I cannot. I had a side nigga named Yusuke. Like, I it was good. <laughs> Take one. It is Dave East. Chat. I, I feel two types of ways about this too. The part of me is like, I don't really like when nudes leak from celebrities because that's a that's a huge invasion of privacy. But I did look. <laughs> oh ah, my god! I did look, and people were kind of being like, "His dick is small," and I'm like, "It's not that small at all." Like y'all, oh really? No, it, 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 I didn't see his nudes. It was. I mean, he just had a very ashy um, oh. um, cis man penis. Like oh. it was. He had a he had a he had an ugly penis. Yeah, <laughs> had, I'm not surprised. He had a he had a he had a, he had a, I'm not he had a straight man penis. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it didn't look like tended to. Mm-mm. It's just like normal, like no. neglected. Like not even neglected, but it's like not like disgusting, but like yeah, I've seen I've seen better some lotion, it, mm, argan oil, coconut oil, <laughs> some like prayer a little bit, not <laughs> prayer. But, yeah. but niggas were going up about it. Like of course Gates was going up about it, saying about oh his dick is small. And I'm like first of all, what kind of dicks are you guys taking? I'm saying because I'm like I'm sorry, if someone pull, I've seen I've had someone pull like an, an 11 inch dick in front of me, and I was like you're taking, <laughs> lol, L- lol, you're not going anywhere near me. I don't know where the hell you the, going with that. The dolls are top today. <laughs> so, it's nowhere near over here. Yeah, it's a perfectly good penis. It's just I don't know. I just don't like when nudes get leaked. It's it, like I said. Mm-hmm. It's that. It's that. It's that weird thing where it's like, yes, I'm attracted to Davies because he's fine as fuck. But at the same time, it's like, like if my nudes leaked, I'd be pissed. <laughs> like yeah. I'd be really upset because that's a huge invasion of your privacy. Mm-hmm. I don't really have much to say because I didn't see it. Davies is fine as hell though. He is. As long as he doesn't start talking, I'm like, shh. Yeah, he just. <laughs> someone was like, he, they were like, they were like him, Iggy Azalea and the baby are like. Artists who should model and not rap. Yeah, and just be quiet. Be quiet. They, just they're, be quiet. They're all gorgeous, but they just... Just, just shut stop, up. Just stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> Before we happen to take two, we'll do a little bit of B-roll here. We're going to talk about Jay-Z being a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, cute. I mean, <laughs> That's yeah. great. I mean, it was kind of expected. We kind of knew that was going to happen. Right. Like, I mean, I've seen... Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it took him this long. That's what kind of shocked me a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, you are almost 50. So I'm like... Because I'm like... <laughs> not the, not the, I mean, not me. Hey, I am. I have a net worth of negative $13. <laughs> so I can't talk. But, I don't even have a damn yeah, But I'm also going to talk about... I mean, as from beehive to beehive. <laughs> Ciao. So Beyonce 
was at the Warriors game with her camel, and the Warriors, <laughs> <laughs> and the Warriors, like I think the head of the Warriors' wife, and she was basically reached over her to SJZ for for drink order. Mm-hmm. The Beehive saw this girl <laughs> and went ham. Like went first of all, the fuck in. First off, it was kind of funny at first because I just when you just saw Beyonce's reaction, it was funny. <laughs> Yo, her face. She went from extrovert to so introvert like, she, real fast. You know, Blue gets a personality straight from her. <laughs> oh yes, her social media went down went like, in that one little clip. Like, like good lord. <laughs> like yes. Someone said every time Beyonce is at a sporting event, her soul leaves her body. <laughs> it does. You should see it. She really just did not be here She's for just it. Like, oh god, this is nigga bringing me here. Oh my oh, god. god. But the reaction. Oh, the good lord! I like. I saw the clip and I thought it was funny at first because I'm like, first of all, you know, white women don't do well with personal space, especially right. when it's black women. It's suddenly they just get real t- entitled and stuff. Like she was reaching over Beyonce, and granted, like I, it was impolite. Yeah. But the response that she got from the Beehive was so uncalled for. Absolutely, like it was so extra. Like the, the, someone had reported that she was crying and that she had to like disable her. T- Instagram and all that because they were threats. so yeah she got death threats like it's never that stands are oof there needs to be a case study on stands For real. it's not healthy like it's like oh it's like a mental illness not to be ableist but like it's just like what is wrong with y'all you know about stephanie mills yeah 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 she got on there yeah i was a little surprised because you were like in your 40s yeah i was kind of surprised that she um was saying all that was you not in her 40s you're a little older now yeah yeah, i was like um sis like really it's your grown age ma'am you should not be doing this and she's like a legend so i'm like what is this like what are you what how are you doing this like why like i understand we all love Beyonce. It was to the point where Beyonce's publicist had to make a statement. Oh, saying, really? Yeah, Her publicist did? Yeah, she oh, was just wow. like, uh, she was like, I appreciate you guys for like standing for the queen, but this is a little too much. Like, yeah. And it was done in, in a much more like, you know, refined, exactly. professional way. Yeah. <laughs> but basically she was telling you, listen here, you busy ass motherfuckers. Yeah. Do not threaten these, this woman. Like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm glad at least Beyonce's team says something because mm-hmm. we know some other people who don't. Sticky schmack. <laughs> Yeah. Old Saint Nicholas. Old Saint Nicholas, you know. But it's mm-hmm. like it's I see it a lot with the younger stands. It's like they mm-hmm. don't know how to control their mm-hmm. like their admiration for somebody. Like I love Beyonce. Yeah. When I go into this white woman's account, this white woman's account, <laughs> this woman's <laughs> account and tell her to kill herself because she reached over my queen. Yeah, no. I'd probably be like, girl, you probably should have said excuse me real All quick. Right, but you know. a death threat? That's not. That's not. That's a move. not okay. That's not okay. That is cyber. Beyonce is not paying your bills, She's so you not. shouldn't be going this damn hard. She doesn't even know you exist. She don't. To be quite honest, <laughs> do not have let Blue Ivy come out here and cuss you niggas out. Okay, because <laughs> honestly, this is. I don't blame Beyonce for rarely claiming the Beehive because niggas be oh fucking d. Like she does not talk to us. She's not going to talk to us for like maybe Absolutely. six to five business days, if that. Absolutely. So, because <laughs> someone posted a video of like Beyonce talking about her like be, like her and her cousin like having a python in their house, and her dad mm-hmm. was afraid of it and we were like we're never getting these stories again oh no <laughs> because beyonce, beyonce knows we don't know how to fuck that no well, not we at do. All. they don't <laughs> yeah older stands such as us such know, as we're us. fine we're, you know <laughs> we're the queen bees <laughs> the, the, the worker bees yes work because child Ugh, the ghetto the ghetto the ghetto take two straight pride in boston <laughs> This, made, this just made my ass itch. Like, 
I'm not even surprised it took place in Boston because white people up there are like notoriously racist. I mean, whenever they're bigoted in one way, it usually, you know, leads into another. So, of course, of course, they'd be homophobic, too. Like, you can't have racism without homophobia. (laughs) It's it's like it's like it's like chocolate peanut butter for them. Honestly, (laughs) like I remember hearing rumblings about like a straight pride parade or something like that like three years ago and i was just like this cannot be happening and the fact that it actually happened you know white people gonna make that shit happen and i'm like you know this is just a parade because <laughs> you know like what irritates me about this like like being in the community being gay it's like pride was not built out of us having fun going to have fun and have like get drunk and fuck around and like i mean we, we can do that i have done all three of those things right <laughs> trust me and we'll do it this year too it was born out of frustration of being oppressed. It was yeah. born out of frustration of police brutality. It mm-hmm. wasn't born out of us just being like, let's go shake our ass at a club all night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was in direct opposition to us being discriminated against. Mm-hmm. Why is this a thing? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just, <laughs> it's, it's amazing to me having to explain the obvious. Like, I just like, whenever I hear straight people talk about heterophobia, quote unquote. I'm just like, are y'all serious or are we trolling? Like, what are we doing? I'm, I'm just like, what, what are you me, proud for? Exactly. What are you proud about? Well, what makes me angry is like, we have a straight pride parade. The same month, um, a, a lesbian couple got brutally attacked because yeah. they wouldn't kiss in front of another man. The Ooh. same week yeah. that two trans women got were killed. killed. Yeah. One in North Carolina, one in Lumberton. Yeah. So that's like three, hour, three hours away from us. Mm-hmm. LGBTQIA plus people are getting shot, killed, murdered, hurt. Yeah. The fuck you mean? They're not even being left out. They're trying to make a statement. It, like, you know, like they want to say, like, it's almost like, I don't know, I don't know how to articulate it, but it's like they understand what pride is for. Absolutely. Like, you know how I always talk about how cis said men are stupid? Okay, white people aren't, well, they, hmm. What? Uh, <laughs> Certain people about washing their legs. Well, I don't know, but um, (laughs) they know sometimes what they be doing, and um, because it was really white people, white straight people who were doing the fucking most with the straight pride parade. Um, I'm just like, it's kind of just a way of letting, like, trying to say to the gay community, like, you know, this is ours. Trying to like, kind of like push them back to the margins like this ain't about you like it's going to be we're seen as a default and we this is we're entitled to this in a kind of way like i don't know how to say it but that's what i get i get it it's like it's crazy it's like in our own month too (laughs) yeah like in in our own month like like i said i saw a tweet saying this should be lgbt wrath month because honestly i don't blame y'all i don't i don't i don't blame if we shoot these things up because it's just ridiculous because this isn't like we we just want to live we just want to celebrate ourselves and it's like why what is the point of this yeah what is the point of this this is going to be left alone just literally literally you just want to be left alone <laughs> gay people bisexual people pansexual people transgender people just want to be left alone that's right. it that's all we want to do it's concept final take of the week um i guess one we're talking about something about allyship <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. demetrius Harmon, who i he's i guess more like a mental health advocate and he's kind of like a twitter celebrity, yeah i guess yeah i thought him li- Adorable little guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, what he did was not so adorable this past yeah. week. Um, he talked about releasing merch for LGBT Pride Month. I cannot remember her, her, her name. I know her name is Nicole. Iconic Beauty. Iconic Beauty. I know yeah. her name is Nicole, right? Mm-hmm. Nicole asked, well, where is this money going to? Like, you're profiting off of us, but is it going to a foundation? Is it helping anybody? His fans, um, like any other stand base, went just got so extra and started attacking her. And, you know, he did respond, but the way he responded was real, like, 
condescending. Absolutely. It was like he was like, Well, I I donate to my, you know, trans people offline and da 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 like so blah 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 blah. Like it was just really like it just brushed her off. Like right. like that's a very valid question to ask because it's like he's not a part of this uh the LGBT community. He's just had so it's like Completely. first of all, like yeah, it's a valid question. Like if you're gonna be selling stuff like that, it needs to go to the LGBT yes, community. Absolutely. All of it <laughs> needs to go to them. Because you're profiting off of it. Yeah, because you're profiting like, off of it. Like, what the hell do you need to gain from that? And also it's weird too seeing that because a lot of the stand base are gay people. In terms of like when we get into like more intersections, black cis black men don't understand that. So we were bringing this up about uh, a white man profiting off of a black man's idea. Completely, they're completely. Oh yeah, it. it would like that. It Literally. would snap. It would. Be, it would. Can you imagine a, a white man making like I don't know, do rags or some shit yeah. and making profit off of that? Like would niggas be would be up in arms. <laughs> they would be fucking and up in arms. Like, <laughs> like it's just crazy to me how like cis people, cis black men can understand when it's about them, but anybody else they just completely go like do so yeah. <laughs> i'm just I'm, I'm very disappointed in demetrius I because i would almost kind of expect more out of him i don't follow him but you know i see his work mm-hmm. out there and he, he seemed pretty like chill like he didn't seem like he had any like you know any qualms about him as far as i know but like after this whole situation i'm just like damn like come on man like it's like it's a really simple solution like first of all like it should never have happened like yeah. he should have just been honest and been like oh you know well the profits are going to me, right. you know, and, and then after you received that rightful dragging, you should have <laughs> then been like, okay, well then I need to change who is, who's profiting off of this. Or, so, or in all honesty, you should have never made LGBT plus merch at all because you're not LGBT. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, or with yeah. the merch that you do have, you could have taken that and actually donated a, a, a portion of that to an uh, Right. LGBT that would have been, <laughs> that would have been a lot easier. That would have been a lot easier. It would have been completely better for you to do that instead right. of just. And in the meantime, us. though, he needs to fucking apologize. Absolutely. And he needs to apologize. He needs to tell his fans to calm the fuck down. And he needs to work to get her account reinstated. Absolutely. So, <laughs> girl. The trans community has been so disrespected lately. Because I saw that yeah. Terrain Walker retwe- uh, quoted India Moore's tweet. India Moore from Post quoted a tweet about black men getting into yoga, helping them with like their stress and, and that. And she was just like, well, I hope this helps with black men killing black trans women. And Terrain <laughs> Walker got, got his stupid ass up on there. I and hate him. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And compared India more to the alt-right. <laughs> but my, my lovely, I, I love Eve. Eve's got on that ass. <laughs> it's like, how dare you in Pride Month tell a black trans woman about her experience? Like, black cis het men are the ones killing black trans women. Obviously, one plus one equals two. Like, I mean, like, my I, God. And niggas be like, where's the stats at? I'm like, well, I mean, the stories are there. there. But it's also kind of like, let's do the math here. <laughs> um, let, let's use black cis women as an example. Like, like the number one threat for black cis women between the ages of 15 and 30 or 18 to 34, either way, is domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who do we partner with the most? <clears throat> black men. So, hmm. <laughs> can we conclude that it's probably black men who are killing cis black women the most? Yes, we can mm-hmm. because of proximity. Okay. Let's move this on to uh, trans black women. Okay. Who is in their pr- proximity the most? 
black men. So, I mean, the math is there. So, they, I mean. They know it. It's just that they just don't want to take responsibility. They don't. They don't want to take accountability and change their actions. Right. Like, you know, right. it's, it's there. It's right there in front right. of you. It, it, it's June 9th. It's nine days in the Pride Month. It's just so sad. We've seen trans people be dragged. We've seen two stories of this week of trans women being murdered. One being taken out of a fucking river in Lumberton, North Carolina. That's so sad. Malaysia Booker just just got laid to rest. Mm-hmm. And we have people from the cishet community, people from my own, my own community, people, like fellow gay, gay people dragging trans people for no reason mm-hmm. and disrespecting trans people for no reason. I tweeted today, I don't give a fuck. I'll put you in a goddamn throat. Oh, yes. Literally, oh, God. I'm sorry. I will take is, that charge. It is absolutely. <laughs> I will definitely take that charge. I'm beating your no ass. There's <laughs> no way. I am so tired of it. Yeah, no, like, uh, look, I, I, because hmm. <laughs> I was talking to my, I was talking to a friend about this. I was just like, the thing about transphobia that don't make the most sense to me is like, it's just like, it's real basic. Like, it's just, yes. it's real basic. Like, it's not complicated at all. It's like, okay. These are your pronouns. I'm going to say it. That's your name. I'm going to say it. Like, you know, like, it's just, it's like, even if you don't understand it, there's still this basic level that you can adhere to. Mm-hmm. So if you can't even adhere to this basic level, then you are purposely being a bitch. And so let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm going to purposely knock your ass the Absolutely. fuck out. So that's on God. <laughs> I'll take that as a misdemeanor charge gladly. Just, it is just a basic. I will beat your ass. It is basic respect <laughs> for someone. I'm just saying. basic respect. Trans people do not want you to write a thesis. They just want you to respect their autonomy. Literally. Just, that's that's it. it. Just leave and them the fuck alone. They're just like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, can I just live? And I saw this one tweet that I just, oh my God, if that person was in my face, I would knock them out. Oh, they were God. like, oh, they'd be talking about trans women getting killed. Like, they were like, oh, five have been killed this year. Like, that's too many. That is tr- that, I'm just like, how trash can you really fucking be? Like, one is one too many. Like, that makes me sick. That I just, sick. and they try to compare that to like, you know, police brutality against black people. And I'm like, you do realize that black trans women get killed. Well, one, they, they are black. They're black. black. <laughs> like, they are black. <laughs> so you're on it's like they're like uh tomatoes are hurting other tomatoes and look at these uh these like it's just it just don't make any sense I, I don't know what comparison i'm trying to go with that but it doesn't make any sense because i'm like black trans women are black number one mm-hmm. number two black trans women are most definitely targeted by police as well mm-hmm. because they're black and trans and most of the time they are sex workers mm-hmm. so you have all these different layers to it that makes them more vulnerable to state violence so <laughs> I just oh my god since people have got to do fucking better got like to do better. shit is, is exhausting just, it's trash um, like I just as a cis person I just want to just want to apologize for all the trash ass cis people out there yeah the absolute garbage ass cis people out there you do not deserve this amount of vitriol or hate for simply oh. being yourself right you deserve to be left the fuck alone and to stand up in your and stand up in your identity and be like this is who i am and i'm proud to be who i am mm-hmm. fuck cis people this is pride month sorry candace <laughs> sorry about that i say it more than y'all yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck those, fuck, fuck those straighties. Fuck, fuck the straighties. <laughs> We're going to hop into our hot take of the week. And our hot take is about Pride Month and how this has just been a garbage fire. <laughs> yeah. This, it's like, it's almost crazy. Black History Month was a garbage fire. <laughs> it was. So it's like. It was just gotta keep it, we got to keep it going. 2019 is trash. <laughs> 2019 is like, oh, marginalized community. Like, you, you marginalized. <laughs> you want some trash. Here you go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to talk about, I want to start, I want to start off with allyship too. Because mm-hmm. I actually saw something um, that was interesting too that include allies into the LGBTQIA plus acronym. And I was kind of confused at one point because I was like, but you're not straight. But you're not 
LGBTQIA+. But someone said something really interesting. They said, like, you could be an ally, but still be in a closet. <laughs> and I was mm. like, hmm. But I was like, would that necessarily fit in terms of, like, allyship? Because I'm like... Oh, like, they're actually, like, gay? They're actually yeah. gay, but they're just, they're just closet and they're, they're not out yet. They haven't realized it. Like, I guess it would be, like, something like how I was when I was, like, 20. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I supported the gay community, but I wasn't, like, comfortable with being gay yet. But it's mm-hmm. like, but did you still consider yourself a part of the community? Uh, I would not say I that. don't feel like, even if that is the case, that's not, that, that's painting a picture with a very broad stroke. Absolutely. Like, I mean, not all allies are closeted you know absolutely they there a lot of them are actually just straight and cishet i mean wow straight (laughs) and cis (laughs) let us have our fucking acronym i also don't feel like allies need to be part of the acronym absolutely not like why why is that why is that even necessary i think it's interesting i might be tiptoeing out my lane just a little bit but i think it's interesting how people are more willing to accept ally for the a over asexual (laughs) i think the same thing too. yeah Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't say anything about it because you know i try to stay in my lane but i'll be like uh (laughs) and i I understand asexuality can be a bit um (laughs) it can be a bit tricky you can be asexual have still have a romantic relationship with someone you just Mm -hmm. don't enjoy the sexual aspect of it it is a form of alternative sexuality so i leave that to asexual people Mm -hmm. and i'm just like that's not my lane right there i I want to learn more about it there's a lack of accepting in terms of that that lovely little acronym Mm because the g tends to be the main like gay men tend tend to be the ones who are seen the most Mm -hmm. white gay men (laughs) but 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 mostly Mm -hmm. but mostly gay Mm -hmm. men and then it's like but usually like lesbians Lesbians, bisexual people, pansexual people, trans people are all, all fall by the wayside. There's a level of privilege that gay men do have in a, mm-hmm. in a community. And I think that's something that we need to work on and work on breaking that down and, ex- and extending that out to others in our community. Because it's like, we tend to center ourselves and it's like, but we're not the center of the LGBT. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not, we don't even begin the acronym. <laughs> like, the yeah. lesbians do. And we also, we also need to show more respect to our trans family and definitely our bisexual family. Going back to Demetrius Harmon, we're going to talk about businesses taking advantage of the LGBT. Mm. <laughs> like, there are certain companies, like Target is a very inclusive company in terms of, like, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of sexual, uh, terms of sexualities and LGBTQIA plus people. Mm-hmm. But these companies who just like to slap a, a oh, also Wells Fargo as well, too, because they are actually a huge supporter of Pride in um, Charlotte. But mm-hmm. um, those are just slight, like to slap a little pride flag on there and say yay gay rights for a month and then just say and just take it off and say hey fuck you homos like yeah and because victoria's secret had Mm -hmm. even said something about you know we are here for pride and they're like selling pride merchandise and i'm like you literally said that trans women couldn't model your your brand because they can't sell the fantasy in their words like so what is the truth what is the truth and is they just going to do that just to kind of earn money and they like to just throw us away after it's just after the fact it's so disrespectful because it's like we bring you money in Mm -hmm. It just makes you feel like, shit, we're really out here by ourselves doing this. Yeah. <laughs> because even big businesses don't give a fuck about us. Right. It's just seeing an opportunity to capitalize off of something. And I would say at least Target donates the money. I think it's 25% of the proceeds mm-hmm. goes to Gilson? Olson? It's, it's some sort of like pro-LGBT organization, mm-hmm. something like that. But at least they like. Yeah, they profit from it, but they also get back with right. it. So because they are a business at one point, so they do need mm-hmm. to take some, get some profit off of it. But at the same yeah. time, like I don't, I don't even mind if like the profit profit is split to a certain degree. But it's like we're more than just a trend. That's it. Like if big orders are gonna sit here and try to make you know prime merchandise, the least that they can do is actually follow through with action. Absolutely. Like Tar, I mean, like Target is a really good example. They like are. Um, the toy section is not like gendered. It's mm-hmm. just 
general toy section like they have gender neutral you mm -hmm. know type bathroom situation so it's like at least they follow through action <laughs> and not all talk it's like it's kind of interesting how seeing gay people kind of like just continue to just like like, well, I don't give a fuck. I'm still going to go Chick-fil-A. I'm still going to go to these companies. And I understand sometimes it's a bit difficult, like a Walmart. Yeah, a it's like hard to not it's to not go get, there. put your money there. You don't need Chick-fil-A, You don't need Chick-fil-A. You, <laughs> you can literally look at the recipe. I've looked it up before. I've made right. it Chick-fil-A so like, before. You don't need, need Chick-fil-A. You athletes. might need Walmart, unfortunately. You but... might need Walmart. You might need Target. <laughs> You don't need Chick-fil-A. No. Girl, there's Zaxby's. There's Zaxby's just as good. Yeah. I just need them. Maybe you could get the waffle fry. You know. You know. No, okay. Maybe like chicken, spicy chicken. Mm, you know, <laughs> just, 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 if they could buy Chick-fil-A's uh, traditional sauce. Just, that'd be great. That would be busted. Okay. <laughs> okay, man, We're trash. Right, we are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> if Chick-fil-A wasn't homophobic, you know, fucking racist, they would get all my coins. No, literally, I'd be like, I, I just deleted Chick-fil-A from my phone <laughs> last week. So I'm like... <laughs> I'm dragging myself there. Oh my god! <laughs> the vision community is so interesting because I there are so many small little divides that I didn't notice. Like even in the gay community, even with the mm -hmm. gay male, black gay male community, like mm -hmm. there's just of course like there's top and bottom shaming. There's verse shaming. I get shamed for being verse all the time. I'm like, girl, I'm. What is there a shame about that? I just like nigga. I like. I, is like, it I, some kind of like? The bisexual a little bit. It's literally like, like there is they call us like the bisexuals of like of the top and bottom. Mm -hmm. It's like because uh, because maybe one day I want to take a dick and one day I want to give a dick. So that make me like <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, just like what is with this these separations in our community? Like our gay men are like really bad at body shaming. Absolutely, and it's a weird thing too. Body image in the gay community is like something that's really not spoken about a lot. It's something I thought I fall in the pitfalls about too because I had to actually interrogate the reason why I'm doing the what I'm doing. Is it because I want to get healthy? Yes, it is, but also because I do I want to get be fine. Yes, it is, but mm -hmm. also is it because of, do I want to fit into these body image that gay communities created? It's very interesting, and gay men are terrible about it. Mm -hmm. They're either very vicious about it or they're very fetishy about it. Because mm. when I talk about bigger men, it's always in a very like fetishy way. It's like, oh, he's my teddy bear. He's this and oh, that. Oh, so it's just like, a man thing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight men are the same fucking way. Yeah, they do way. the exact same thing. Yeah. They don't, they, there's no in between. It's either they're really, really hateful towards fat women, mm. or they're really, really fetishy. Absolutely. When you split, when you go a little bit, like, a little bit more broader and talk about how we treat trans people. Oh Lord Jesus. <sighs> yeah. We don't treat trans people like people. When we try to like celebrate them, we end up. Use them as inspiration for him. Mm -hmm. Or gay people are completely transphobic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, mm -hmm. what? It's like, imagine being a trans person and living in a world where literally you're getting hate from everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. In every aspect. In every aspect. We have to do better. It's interesting to me how someone can be discriminated against and still turn and do the same thing to someone else. Um, I think it's like, I don't know if, if I, I, I don't know too much to say if it's human nature, but I'm just going to say it's human nature. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, it, because, uh, you know, for argument's sakes, but like, it's just interesting to me how, like, you know, someone can go through all that they go through and still put someone else through that. And I had to learn the hard way, like, just because someone is marginalized does not mean empathy comes with that marginalization. Like, just because someone has their own struggles does not mean that they're going to understand yours or want to understand yours. It does not mean that they're going to be sympathetic inherently or empathetic inherently just because they are being put through shit. Like, or they do understand it, but it's like a power play. That's true. Terrible. I mean, that's a good point. Like, you know, it's bullying. It's bullying. Yeah, it's like you have you're you're crushed down. 
I'm sorry, but cis black men are a great example of that. They are. Like, they I are. mean, they're the most privileged people in our in the black community. Absolutely. Like they are. Like the only thing that 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 pesky blackness mm-hmm. is getting in their way. Because other than that, the fact that they are cis, that they're straight, they are men, gives them access to things that a lot of us do not have access mm-hmm. to. And you know, I, the way they treat black women is a really good way of seeing how like someone who is so marginalized can finds that one avenue where they feel really powerful. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like, okay, this is something I can like, I, this is the one thing that makes me feel like real above someone else. It's how they treat black women, especially mm-hmm. how they treat tra- black trans women. But like, I don't know. It's like they get punched around by the world and they come home and punch black women. <laughs> like, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not to be cynical, but it's like, but it's true. Yeah. It's so true. And it's like hurt people hurt. Yeah. Hurt people hurt. But it's like you gotta but you gotta get checked on that and realize you can't hurt other people because you're hurting other people who are who are also getting hurt by everyone else. Yeah. And the thing about cishead black men though, is like they don't understand like um I'm stop saying they don't understand. Um they, oh, they, understand. they don't they, want they, to recognize how like they're not the only people who are marginalized in the black community. Like if it was up to said black men, you would think that they, they got it worse. Like mm-hmm. that they are just the only ones who are victimized. They think for black women, they think our, our women, our womanhood like protects us as like mm-hmm. how it does for white women. I'm like, no, cause black women aren't even seen as women <laughs> like, <laughs> the majority of the time, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, like we're not even seen as women most of the time. And, um, you know, we don't, we're not white, we're black. So, so of course, you know, we're not seen as fragile and need needed protection like white women are. Or they think like when they think of the LGBT community, they just think of white gay men. Mm-hmm. And they think like, you know, LGBT and black is like they're like exclusive from each other. When really like there are people who exist in both communities. <laughs> and they just and it and it's like they know that black gay people they exist. They know that black trans people exist, but they want to conveniently leave them out when, you know, they wanna, you know, be homophobic or transphobic and justify them, you know, saying like, oh, we need to be race first and we need to put black over everything else blah blah so it's just so frustrating in terms of lgbt wrath month (laughs) how can we turn this into pride month how can we do better i want to do better by the end of this month i just think so far we need to do better we need to hold cishet people accountable we need to hold Mm -hmm. people in our community accountable and we just need to say cishet people fuck off yeah fuck off like what what are you doing you mm. actually said that sorry Candace. you right. actually said that <laughs> i was like well, warm i don't know why he does it because i'm like i don't care like, was, <laughs> I mean, like i legitimately like i was in college and once this dude found out that i was straight he was like i fucking hate straight people and i was like word me yeah. too <laughs> they're, they're the worst they're, he didn't even worst. know me he thought he thought i was bi i get that a lot they really want me to and i'm like you guys so i girl, just that's a little too much. Women are cute. They're cute girls. But I, yeah. <laughs> She's a cute girl. I like niggas. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I mean, honestly, it all falls, a lot of it falls on cishet people mm-hmm. not acting a whole ass. So I think as cishet people, we need to continue holding our each other accountable like Demetrius, is like nah my nigga like you need to apologize that shit was not cool like you need to do what's right and what's right is to apologize tell your friend your fans to get right and to leave her alone and you need to he has like 1.5 million followers mm-hmm. on twitter alone i know you got someone in your camp that can make that shit happen and can get her account back mm-hmm. like 
Yeah, no. <laughs> and I just think that we just, I, I, again, just keep going hard about it, you know, keeping each other accountable about how we talk about the LGBT community. Um, Cause it all falls on us. Like the reason our pride exists is because of the way y'all acted. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It's mm-hmm. like the reason that we have pride is because of the way y'all was acting. All right. We have pride because y'all didn't want us to have our own shit. Yeah. That is the reason why. And you're still coming here and try to and try and try to butt into our own shit because you don't because you don't see us as being valid. Get a hobby. Get a hobby. A job. A job. Maybe. Get a job. Leave us alone. Get a job. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Question of the week: What was your first experience in a gay club? I went to the gay club when I was like maybe a sophomore in college, freshman, sophomore, yes. around that age. And the first time I went, like it, not a lot popped off because it was like a white gay club. Oh yeah. So I was with I was with my white and Latino gay friend, so it was like no one was really like no one was checking for me, <laughs> which was nice. But <laughs> but um. It was fun. I mean, it, we nothing really happened. Like we saw um, a drag show. Mm-hmm. Yo, white drag queens compared to like black drag queens and stuff is just it's a very notable, notable, noticeable difference. You like can, you can, you can tell. the flavor was lacking. Uh, you can tell. Like, they, they'll give okay. a white, uh, white drag queen give you maybe give you a two step. A black drag queen will give you a, death a whole performance. <laughs> a whole damn performance. Like. I like honestly like I feel like my first experience like like experience experience was when I went to Scorpios um, with y'all. <laughs> when, um, wait, was that when we almost got in a fight? That's when I almost got in a fight. Or was oh, I think it was all in one night. Yeah, this is the night got <laughs> yeah, like a whole lot had happened wait that night. Like oh yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like Scorpios is more so like the black Latino right. gay club in Charlotte, and I went with you know Omar Bree and. Ugh, her ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, what happened? Oh, we, like when we went, like that was funny because I mean, I I kind of figured like I'm I'm a woman. They don't know if I'm straight or not. So I did get hit on <laughs> when one girl, one woman had like she walked past me and she like grabbed my hand like in like a sexy way, and I was just like I kind of just looked at her like. Girl, I was like, no. Listen, you I was like, I'm sure, another, I'm sure another gay woman will really appreciate that move. That was very smooth. I was like, okay. Listen, a stud would have you like considering. Like, oh no, it's a fem. A fem, yeah, a fem did that Ooh. shit. I was like, okay, I was girl. Like, oh, sis. I said, okay, okay, I whatever. Take, take you cute or whatever. But I was like, you know, take a trip to Munchtown. I was, like, okay. I was like, okay, give me my hand back. <laughs> but like, of course, I didn't. I didn't act a fool. I'm like, I can't get mad. I'm in a fucking gay club. Like, right. I mean, I can't be like. Ah. How dare you? <laughs> but, anyway, but um, and uh, then like th- that's when um they had like whatever kind of dance off thing. Uh, was it like the Beyonce? Like was there like a Beyonce? I thought it was the Beyonce medley that night. Was it? I don't know. Was I just lot. remember like this gay guy had hopped on this woman oh. and she shoved him the fuck off and he like crashed into the floor and I had got it on tape because I was recording it and I posted it on Twitter and it went viral and I ended up like selling the video to MTV. That was really great. That was the easy, the easiest money I've ever gotten. Um, I never shared that on Twitter, but I definitely sold that she clip. She slammed the fuck. She out really of did. She slammed him the we hell like, on that floor. We all, we, all, we, all, we all like, oh. I was like, oh my god, is he okay? Is his spine all right? Yeah, she Good right lord. Back. And then like, um, because she was a bigger woman, so yeah. she has some girth. Yeah, because this was a this was a, this was a black twink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, she slammed him to the floor, and um, then like 
like Bree's ex girlfriend like proposed to her, kind of sorta, because she was drunk. It was just like a lot going on. Oh, that night. I do remember this night. This night I almost got in. A, I got yeah, and Omar fight, almost got in a fight because it was like almost because this guy was just like shooting me away at the bar. And I was like, who the fuck you shooting away? <laughs> Omar was so mad. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny because he was he was drunk too. <laughs> so he really, he really was not about to have it. I was it. not having it. He was really the, about to fight. The dog became an action figure that day. <laughs> who the hell is you shooting? <laughs> I was like, Omar, please don't get into a fight. Oh we can't, God. we can't, we don't need to get him arrested I like, today. I was, like, I was like, who you gonna choke? Oh like, my God, that shit was so big. He was so fucking bad. He was so fucking heated for like 20 minutes. No, I was heated until we had to cook out because I was like, oh, yeah. niggas out. I got these niggas in front of us amigos. <laughs> You're like, Omar, chill. And I was like, okay, I need to. Oh yeah, you said it loud. I was like, yo, we in the hood. Like, shut the I hell was, up. I was just like, oh yeah, okay. You know how <laughs> niggas gonna act? I was like, no. <laughs> it actually ended up being nice. I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, they did. They were, they were great. That's a friend of us. <laughs> That was an eventful that ass was, night. Every time I go to like a gay club, it's a really fun night. I'll talk about my very first time I went to a gay club. I went to Scorpios in 2013. So this was before I was out. This was when my best friend Paige, um, she was, I think, freshly out maybe a year beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I, she took me out to all the gay spots. Because I think she knew. Yeah. I think they all knew. Well, I, they all I mean, pa- Paige, I've all, everyone. I'm pretty sure Paige would have known. I think everyone knew. I think everyone knew. I think everyone, <laughs> when I told everyone I was I like dick, they're like, uh-huh, really? it took you that long? Like, <laughs> they're like, so, it was about damn time. That, that damn time, sir. Welcome, welcome to the club. <laughs> wow, me. I'm like, oh, my God, really? Like, <laughs> I'm like, you're a homosexual? <laughs> <laughs> I remember someone was like, oh, oh. they were like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I get it. And I was like, like, oh, wow. Yeah, a whole ass gay man. <laughs> but uh, I went to a gay bar and it was like, and I was extremely nervous because it was like, I didn't, I'm, before that, I wasn't a clubber. I never had any like, any ill feelings toward the LGBT community. I was actually, I was, I was, I was a, an ally. I was completely mm. okay with gay people, completely okay with uh, trans people. Definitely still ignorant about a lot of things, but learning. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. I had a great time. I did get felt up um, by the, the, the bouncer. And when I say felt up, I mean, they um, kind of literally grabbed my dick in my ass. Like literally, like, literally went under and I was just like, this, is this Really? Like, the, this okay? Oh my gosh. That, th- no, we had to talk about that. In terms of gay clubs, every time I go to a gay club, I get felt up. Literally. I get, I literally get yeah, grabbed. I, I get grabbed. Too. Yeah. Which is ironic. Also, do we, do you remember you, that drag queen yes. grabbed you? I was, I saw that. I was like, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, I was, one time I went to, it was a white gay club yeah um i don't i don't even know the name of the club that's how it's I think close now. I think oh close. really <laughs> well and that was a crazy night <laughs> yeah that one was really yeah I, what yeah. happened was like it was uh this white drag queen or she i don't know what the hell she was i mean she was white i don't assume she was white no, she was white mm-hmm. uh, yeah she was you know doing her whole little spiel her performance and i was right by the stage and like she like for whatever reason like came over to me and she was like oh girl your boobs are nice or some shit like that and she started feeling she literally like put her hand on my whole boob and like was squeezing it she was like oh it's real because you don't you know you got to ask nowadays i think it's so ironic when drag queens are transphobic but that's not the point absolutely well it is the point but like, <laughs> but like like she literally felt me the fuck up and i was just kind of like taken aback like i didn't i was kind of frozen like now i look back and i'm like wow that was sexual assault but absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah so i was just like Okay, like, and it's, it was not a good experience. Yeah, because gay men need to realize, like, you can't go around grabbing, because you're not attracted to women, 
doesn't mean you can't just go around right. grabbing like, women. Doesn't mean you get to grab me like but just because you're not yeah, attracted to me. Gay men have a weird thing about that too, about being very handsy because yeah. I like I said I get felt up like I've literally got my ass grabbed in my chest which like my chest I don't care mm-hmm. like it's my chest I have my chest I was like okay whatever but you should not be grabbing my ass grabbing my dick and I'm like and I'm like I don't even know who you are yeah that's it's uncomfortable do you think it's because like you can't really do that like you can't really be like physical and affectionate in person mm-hmm. I mean well out like outside of the club and stuff like that to a, to a certain degree but it, it's but it's like it gets so I guess it's like so ramped up in there you can have the energy but it needs to be consensual yeah <laughs> ask me like if yeah. you were, there's some days I'm like hey I want I want to pick up a nigga and put up against the wall. Trust me. <laughs> hey, the Omar got the short hair now. He's daddy now. He's tough. <laughs> so uh, sometimes I'm like, hey, but I'll be like, hey, I will, but I'm like, hey, my little bottom. Do you do you want me to do this? Right. It's okay. It's about consent. Yeah. But, oh yeah, but I forgot all about my story. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fun. I got felt up though. Um, um, I there was this, I think there was two guys who was kind of fighting. This happens a lot. I don't know. Two guys were trying to fight over me. And I was like, what? I was like, I was like, I was like oh, my problems. This happens, this happens a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> this happens a lot. This really does. I'm just kind of like, I'd, be, I'd really be completely clueless. It was a fun, <laughs> it was a fun experience. I don't really go to many gay clubs anymore. I just, mm-hmm. It's not because they're, I don't like gay clubs. It's just because I don't really like clubbing that much anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think my next really big experience will be, gay experience will be pride. Final takes of the week. Uh, we can sum everything up. What's your final take of the week, Candice? Um, just that people, we got to do better towards the... LGBT community, as I always say. Mm-hmm. If not, I'm be trash. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Megan, I love you, girl. Your body count does not matter. It and um, um, it's above me. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not above you. You're actually like below deck. Like you're oof, just ugh. get your shit together. Transphobia is not cute. That was the fastest decline. I mean, <laughs> seriously, someone said on Twitter, they were like, that was the fastest cancellation I ever see. It, it, they were like, the nigga couldn't even get past lunchtime. <laughs> it was literally five hours. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a slow, uh, hot, like a, just a, like, a, a quick it was, up and down. It was the the, the literal uh, representation the representation of and I oop. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And I oop. Oh, and it, you know what's funny about that? I actually had old boy blocked. Really? I had him preemptively blocked. So I'm like, see, happy knowing. I was like, who is that y'all talking about? And I went to the page. I was like, and it was like, you have da 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 blocked. I was like, oh. Also, did you see a lot of, there's a lot of drama on Twitter about people exposing DMs. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't know what they were talking about. I was like, well, I'm over here playing Final Fantasy, drinking my liquor. Child, gay, black gay Twitter is just it's a. It's been popping. It's been dramatic. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna sit here and play my video I games. I love reading through y'all drama. Listen, it is so much. Black lesbian Twitter is fun to read your drama. Oh, too. Listen, uh, talk, <laughs> we talk about the straps. I'll be like, good lord. <laughs> Look, sometimes like I be catching me off guard when my black like gay girlfriends be talking about straps because they be like, yeah, she got her dick. I was like, hmm, what? Like, like one time, man. she one time I was around a whole bunch of lesbians and they were like, um, when I was talking about how her ex girlfriend like she chopped off her dick. I was like, <laughs> and everyone just moved on in the conversation. My straight ass. I was like. Wait, so <laughs> can we re- re- revisit? And, I, and then it, it took me like five minutes to get. It. I'm like, oh, the oh, the re- plastic. This reminds oh. me. It reminds me. I make up this out. It reminds me of someone being talking about. I remember this conversation. I was talking about getting um, this stuff was getting strapped by a girl in a in a in a romper, <laughs> a romper and gladiator shoes. I was like, I don't know. That was hilarious. But oh, sorry. 
We, we get so we got we so do. distracted. So sidetracked. Um, final take. Uh, yes, we guys do better. Um, definitely do better by by the people who are more, further more marginalized in our community. Insist that people do 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 better. You stupid fucks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Did that right on the same time. <laughs> All right. Any announcements we have? This is the usual. Follow me on social media at dayoffro underscore. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Dayoffro. And I also have a film page, um, which is Films by Candace. That's like my personal director page. Mm-hmm. And also follow Rev Films, <laughs> <laughs> um, Rev underscore Films on social media. And yeah, that's all I got. For my announcements, same thing. Follow me at Your Best Enemy, U R B E S T E N E M Y, on Twitter, Snapchat, Tumblr, Instagram. Follow me at Omar Bird on YouTube. I know I need to film a video. Stop asking me. Are you asking you? Jeez. Because it's been about a month and a half. So How many subscribers do you got now? Let me check. Like maybe I think around maybe around five to six thousand. You better so go on with your best. Can't you monetize your videos now? Not my content. <laughs> oh, my content's really? all about it's because also YouTube doesn't like gay content. It says it's not LGBT content is not family friendly. They said that like three years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is like these are like coming out videos. Wow. So that yeah okay. so yeah YouTube yeah kiss my ass okay. YouTube. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you can't. I didn't much. know that. Yeah, that came out. That was a that was like big three years ago because oh, I remember wow. I started getting money and it went down tremendously okay mm-hmm. that's wow they need mm. so if I talk but about, yeah neo-nazis can thrive on any absolutely. social network <laughs> absolutely okay racism is delicious but oh, apparently you talk oh, about okay me talking about me coming out when I'm 22 <laughs> no 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 you homo <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wow All right. oh yeah I will also say this too I meant to say this too um our summer break is coming up mm-hmm. uh, this comes up and I think it's because this will be posted on the the 13th, our our final episode for the uh, before our summer break will be posted the 27th. We'll be out for like four to five weeks because July is a very busy month for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I need some time away. And also I'll be uh, be switching locations because I am going to be building the studio in my in my office instead of here <laughs> because uh, the doll wants to save some money. So um, yeah. yeah, so taking July off and just kind of work on some stuff and we'll come back ready to go in August. Mm-hmm. All right, that's take two. That was a wrap. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>because somebody tried to put that on me too they're like are you buying i'm like girl i don't think i am yeah but i mean i mean hey i mean i don't probably probably would maybe possibly would dive into puss once <laughs> I mean, yeah. if it's there it might get eight if it's there it might get eight i saw a cute girl i was like whoa okay <laughs> daddy omar coming out right now i, I cannot like, no, no. but